Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, hey. I'm Cass. And I'm Abby. Welcome to the Millennium Guide. We are your survival guide on how to be a millennial. You mean barely surviving, right? Yeah, hold on tight. It's going to be a wild ride. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> hey, Cass. Hi, Abby. How are you? Fab. How are you? Fab. I haven't heard you say fab in a while. It must be a good day. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great day because we are joined by a very special guest and a very good friend of ours today, Jesse. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you too? Cass is fat. I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good. Thank no you for complaints. coming. Oh, good. Thank you for coming in today. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. When I get asked this question, and I don't know if you guys are the same, I never know where to start. Yep. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it's kind of like, do you want the life story, the last 12 months? What are you, what are you looking at? Yeah, so. I guess how I got to where I am today, in short, I left school and studied beauty therapy. Did you? Yeah. So I'm a beauty therapist. Mm. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> That's very convenient. It is. I was like, yes, we need more friends like this. Um, it's a pro and a con because when you're a beauty therapist, you think you're going to have amazing skin and then you get acne and you're like I don't even know how to fix this yet you're supposed to be the skin therapist that yeah. knows all the answers so it's a it's a pro and a con yeah I can imagine um so yes I left school studied beauty therapy worked in salons initially and then moved over to working for brands as a trainer and business development manager mm-hmm. which then brought me to Sydney Ooh. and I decided okay well I don't really like what I'm doing I was over that industry but didn't want to open my own salon didn't want to start my own skincare brand and really liked the marketing communication side of things yep so went back and started studying wow at uni i decided to do a bachelor of business majoring in marketing and pr but i didn't finish oh because i got three years in and then had a full-time job because as soon as I started studying the degree, mm. I had a full-time job in mm. PR because I was like, I just need experience. I'm better hands-on than I am yep. studying. And yeah, just started working straight away. How and long were you there for? Um, the first agency I was at, I was there for a year and a half. Okay. And the next agency, two years. And wow. then I did some internships. So I think all up before I left and freelance and then obviously started Hive was maybe four or five years. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So for you guys that don't know, Jesse owns a agency called Hive HQ. Yeah. And um, it's all PR. She's amazing at what she does. Like, uh, ever since, like, I've met... <laughs> via email we were introduced (laughs) but um ever since uh probably mid last year we connected and you know 
PR people can be your friends, guys. Yeah. Yes. Collaborate all the time. I'm so about collaborating. Right. Yes. I don't know why it's such a big taboo thing in the industry. Yeah, like, weird. you know, at the end of the day, like, you got to work together to succeed mm. together, right? Mm. And if you, and I know we've done this on our brands, but if you've got a brand and I've got a brand and they can collaborate, it's a win for both of us. 100%. Yeah. Especially if they're so aligned. Mm-hmm. There's like, it's going to make them happy. It makes us happy. Then everyone's happy. Yeah. yeah. So right. that's how Hive and where I've got to has happened. How did you come up with the name Hive? Because I really just vibe Hive and I really love your whole branding and like the bees and the bees and the honey. Yes. Oh gosh. Sometimes I'm like, oh God, it's that girl with the honey again. <laughs> oh, please. But that's your point of differentiation, right? It is. Um, so when I quit my job, okay, I'll go back. <laughs> uh, my dad's side of the family is massive. He's one of ten. Holy moly! And I'm the oldest grandchild, and I think there's like twenty one. That's a big Christmas. Holy yeah. shit! So we do every second year we get together, and we do a big every second year because every, every year is just much too <laughs> way too much. Way too much. That sounds like a lot. I think we have like people overseas, so every second yep. year makes sense. We go from Boxing Day to the thirtieth of December, and we all get together and we go camping. Oh no! And it's quite an event, and we've all. I'm 30 now, so we've done this since as long as I can remember. And it's changed venues and we have competitions. It's really competitive. The Marshall family is really competitive. Um, so anyway, it was Christmas time at the time when I had resigned and was kind of freelancing at that point, thinking, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? And if I start a business, what does it look like? And I initially had a dance studio that I co-founded with somebody else. Yes, I had another side project, I had a number of things. But that business was called SAS and we had really cool branding. So my only brief to the family was, I just want it to tell a story. Like whatever the name is, I don't want it to be Marshall because I don't want it to be my name, but I just want it to be fun. So we had butcher paper up and we started brainstorming names. Yeah. Hive and bees and honey kept coming up and Mm. I was like, okay, I really like this. And I think it was my cousin, Georgia. She was like, yeah, you can be, you know, it's a hive. It's like a hub Mm. where all these bees are like working away to create honey. And I was like, I love it. it." Yeah. (gasps) So that's how hive came about. See, I always thought it was like something about like creating buzz, like bees, buzz. That's Mm. that's why it works so well, especially in our industry. It's just, yeah, it's always fascinated me as to where that came from. Yeah, I think when I've, worked with beauty brands the brands that have done really well like look at frank body mm. and they've got that personality of course um go to they have their own personality and how they speak to brands yeah so yeah my only brief to the family was i want it to be fun and i want it to you know say something and have its own personality i don't yeah. want it to just be me yeah and here we are bees are buzzing around well you know what it's a, it's fab like it's so true though because all you ever do is go left right center everywhere in between and you yeah. don't ever stop like because you consistently have to be in momentum mode in our industry yeah it doesn't sleep the media social no. media doesn't sleep and you know there's fast turnarounds you have to keep going like fast fast so what has your experience and your journey been like? Um, how long have you, how old is the business now? Two uh, years? No, yeah, yeah, we're like 14 months. Oh, 14, oh my gosh, still a baby. Um, what has your experience and your journey been like since you've left your full-time <gasps> job? <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. That <laughs> sums it up. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> um, a roller coaster, and I'm sure both of you can agree. One day you're up, hmm. the next day you're down, next day you're up 
and I shouldn't even say day I should say minute second yeah it changes so frequently yeah um I've loved it and there's this thrill or adrenaline rush that I get with what I am doing like I absolutely love it but there are days where I'm like oh my gosh how do I keep going yeah but then there are days where I'm like fuck yeah what the hell like that was such a win or whatever people I'm sure in um neighboring offices would be like that girl she's nuts (laughs) you know what though yeah they know about you yeah it's good PR for you (laughs) (laughs) so yeah look um it's hard some days to keep going I think there are things as well that you don't no one teaches you this in high school you don't get taught how to do your accounting Mm. or your BAS or your tax like no one I feel like everyone should learn that. 100%. So you're kind of learning on the go and then you're mentoring staff or you're learning different personalities with clients because that's, you know, part of the job. So, yeah, it's just having to be on all the time can be exhausting. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, hey. Yeah. And then just maintaining that level of normality Mm. as well. Clients always expect you, I think, to be a certain way. If you introduce yourself a certain way and you've, you know, treated them a certain way and you've always been that up, up person, Person, they just expect every time they see you call you talk to you that's what you are mm. always it's like this constant face PR face and then I feel like every day I get home and I take it off and Cass and I have seen each other's real faces <laughs> many yeah. a, many a times almost every day but it's true it's like it it's almost like you have to keep up this act to be like okay go 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 this is fine I'm good let's go you're good I'm good clients happy blah 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 you get home you're like whoa yeah Yeah. I lose track of I get into this vortex I suppose and I don't know how to get out and it's I guess our job is so much about um, pace and chase you're continually chasing something yeah and even when it ends in a win you're still chasing exactly so it's really hard to come out of the vortex and look at what you've achieved or wins that you've had mm. or or the negatives that you've had or yeah. you know learn yeah. from them it is really hard to come out of it and mm. I think before we even started recording we spoke about how even just scrolling on Instagram yeah. most people just scroll through and aren't paying attention because it's something that they do when we're scrolling through I'm screenshotting going oh my gosh that's an opportunity mm. quick flick that to my email so I can do that in the morning or yeah. email them right away and do that yeah now. you're forever just on yeah exactly oh, Instagram isn't an escape for us for example yeah. it's not it's work. not been reading the news I can't read yes. the news now without finding an opportunity yes well but that's how it is though like for you know our industry we rely on trends we rely on stories we you know, in our brains, it's like, look, I can't even look at certain things anymore without going publicity stunt. Like, yes. definitely publicity stunt. 100%. Everything's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same as when somebody asks me, who do you think the most engaged influencer is? Mm. And I'm always like, don't use your PR brain. Use your consumer brain yeah. where you think that that person is authentic and she's not being paid. Yeah. 
because everyone I look at, I'm like, she's been paid, 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 you know, yes. she's been gifted products. Like, I don't look at anything now without a filter. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's hard. Oh, it's so hard, but I feel as though for us, it's a good thing. We don't get caught up in the bullshit. Yeah. Like, and you wouldn't do it if you didn't love it. Like, yeah. there's an eager and a hunger and a drive behind mm. all of this, which yeah. is what keeps us going because exactly. we like the thrill. 100%. Yeah. Like, the fact, you know, I was saying to, um, uh, someone we both know this morning like you know every day is you wake up you have no bloody idea what's going to happen but you kind of just roll with it you see what happens and it's a thrill like it's almost like you, the adrenaline yeah, rush that you get. Yeah. Yeah. it's nearly like having a shot of coffee and that feeling and then, then it wears off and you're like have another shot of coffee and Castor's does that anyway yeah so it's like double <laughs> do you think that um for PR, for our industry especially, it's one of those very reactory, like you have to be on and I think you have to be a social person to a certain degree or like you at least have to be able to pretend to be a social person to a certain extent. Do you think that what we do and, you know, our personality traits is something that can be taught or do you think it's something you have? Oh, tough question. I think you can be taught to a degree i agree as in you could teach someone how to respond in a way as in my junior let's yep take that i can say to her next time you respond let's fluff that out and this is what i would suggest that you say and she yep. gets that and off she goes yeah but if they're not naturally charismatic or have that drive you okay. can't teach drive somebody yep. has that within them but yep. you can teach someone a way to be more upbeat or more and present that how they present that but i think you're right like being charismatic is like gold in our industry yeah yeah well this is why you and i work quite well because well look to be fair i'm an introvert i spend most of yes. my time in my brain for yeah. me to be an extrovert it takes a lot of hard work yeah. like there's a lot of networking opportunities where we work from and like half the time like i'm like what do I say? Yeah. What do I do? This is a prime time to let everyone know I'm in PR. There's not a lot of PR people in here. What do I do? And then, you know, you have to, I personally have to like flick this switch in my head that kind of goes, just try, just say hello. What's the worst? And just happen? speak about them and you'll figure it out as exactly. you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think for any introvert, you've just said exactly that. They really have to energize themselves to come out of their shell. Mm. Whereas someone who isn't an introvert and is naturally extrovert, they have that ability to be like, hi, how you going? I'm PR, blah, 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 yeah, And they just 100%. rattle on off. Yeah. But I definitely think regardless of whether you're an extrovert or introvert, if you have that drive and that hustle and that tenacity, yeah, that's what will get you there. And that's something that's like inbuilt in you. Yeah, you can't fake that. that. You can't. Yeah. yeah. No, you can't. You gotta, you know, you gotta grind through the hard days, grind through the easy days, and yeah. you still have to make it out alive on the other end somehow, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's something that. You know, like you said, you, you, it's a passion. Mm. If you're not passionate about it, yeah. you know, you got to then question yourself, is this worth doing? Yeah, because yeah. this job is not for everyone. Nope. Absolutely not. No, no, a lot of rejection. Yeah, you have yeah. to have pretty damn thick skin, I think, as well, and realise that a lot of the time, if somebody, a recliner or whatever, has said something to you, you have to think, okay, but that's not about me. That's about the fact that maybe their sales are down from something else that's happened. Yeah. Or, you know, I think... It's having that filter to be like, you know what, that was shit, made me feel shit. But I think all three of us, it's very much, it's, that's almost kind of that s 
switch that goes, you know what, that's encouraging me to do better. That's encouraging me to be like, you know what, you weren't happy with that. I'm going to make you 10,000 times happier tomorrow. Like, yeah. I think it's also about communication. Oh, that's, yes. That's a big, big thing. Huge. As long as you can communicate, yeah, there should be. And not just through email. <laughs> no. Yeah, pick up the phone. Far out, it's right? fine. I mean, it's fine to email. Yeah. I, that's fine. But I think especially um, the more people I meet with Cass and stuff like that, it's communication skills are just invaluable yeah and like you know a lot of clients sometimes assume one thing and they think they've said it out loud and then you know the next day they're like we've told you this but it's like no you didn't no. you thought that because if you did i would have you know actioned it yeah i find i over communicate so that there is no room mm. for miscommunication yeah. which is good yeah only because that's what i have learned over the years is a lot of anyone's anger whether it's a client whether it's media whether it's an influencer it's purely a miscommunication that has created any one to be disgruntled yeah Mm. so if you over communicate and cover your bases then you'll be fine Mm. and you can always come back from that even if there is a conflict you can always come back and say okay these are the reasons why this has happened this is what we're going to do to fix it it's just communicating that though and being very upfront and honest and transparent yeah totally yeah. The, like I've literally put up a post maybe a few weeks ago on Millennium Communication and I was like you know tr- trust uh, communication and transparency is like what builds trust and then I'm like just like dating yeah, yeah it is <laughs> it's it like is. it's a relationship it's a nurturing thing you yeah. know you communicate to keep each other in the loop let everybody know what's going on and it's the only way that you can maintain trust and to be able to have that long relationship with one yeah. another definitely so i a lot of people think our industry is you know parties celebrities media whatever the interviews events the whole charade hair makeup dresses Lips, glam. I, I personally not. believe like I feel like that's like maybe 0.1% of our time if anyone time. saw all of us today they'd be like that's not on I got my <laughs> shoes off because I've got such bad blisters Come Cass on. is wearing her activity I mean Jesse, you look pretty good you're yeah, not yeah. as disheveled as us <laughs> give it time meetings today but like You know, there's this big misconception about what PR is Mm. and I guess that's maybe like from past generations, maybe that's how it was exposed or how it was communicated. It's a beautiful world and everybody wants a slice of it. Yeah. No one is showing you the photos Mm -hmm. of you setting up an event, you know, sweating like a crazy person, carrying the millions of gift bags. Like, no one's showing that. Yeah, crying in your car. They see you in front of the media wall, in your beautiful dress, Mm. you smiling because that's what you post on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in reality, you're like, hey, I'm smiling, but I can't do shit. I'm doing right I'm now. smiling, but I haven't eaten. And yes. Yes. It looks like I have a champagne in my hand. I haven't sipped it. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to. Yeah, and I'll probably put like this down be, and then lose it because someone will take it away and I really needed it. Yeah. And the moment that event finishes, I'm at my desk pitching because I need to get coverage. No yes. one's showing that. Yeah, everyone's showing the media wall photo and it looks amazing. Mm. So that, I think, is why everyone feels as though this industry is so glitz and glam because we're only really showing the good side of it. Mm. You aren't seeing me every day drag a hundred items 
to the post office because it's yes. not glamorous. It is very ugly and I don't look okay. No, badly. <laughs> like, my God, my, I swear. I, I, I have friends that like think that I spend most of my time in a makeup chair or get, on Instagram. getting my hair done and just going to fancy events. Mm. Like I, we did an event on Monday night and I swear to God that day I wanted, I could have murdered somebody. But you know, and then, you know, I rock up to the event, like, I'm like, yep, okay, let's host, let's do the thing. But, you know, I had friends messaging me going, oh my God, it looked amazing. It looked like so much fun, this, this and that. You had this person there, oh my God, like, what were they like? It looks like you really pulled it off. You look so good. Doesn't look like, you know, spent eight weeks working on it at all. And I'm like, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, cool, great. Thanks, yeah, it's beautiful, magical life. So fantastic. You know, I we didn't, Get, have, get home until yeah. about midnight, yeah. you know, from, was there from four o'clock, had mascara running down my face towards the end of the night. The, you know, countless mental breakdowns. The, men, the chef wasn't two hours behind at all with delivering the food. But yeah, yeah, cool, thanks. I'm really happy you think that. I'm glad you guys got to see that side of it because that's what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> it's even to the point of even just getting coverage. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Something going on Daily Mail or mm. something going on Marie Claire. If that article isn't right, let's say they've written the person's name incorrectly mm -hmm. because there's, you know, again, been a miscommunication. Um, you then, before you even send that to your client, have to very quickly email that editor and get it amended or changed. And that that feeling of, mm. oh my gosh, quick, I have to do this before somebody has eyes on this yeah. because it's live and it's online and anyone has access to now everything. Yeah. That, even in itself, it's like, yes, it looks great. I got my client coverage, but you didn't see the... Yeah. 20 minutes before that of the hustle of yeah. calling or emailing like oh my gosh there's an error and we really need to fix it and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. like yeah. nobody sees that no not at all it's the um beauty of our job we are like the ninjas yeah, yeah i call myself a private investigator oh yes, yes. I love that. CIA. You, are, you have to investigate everything yeah, yeah true actually. and you're a stalker for sure oh yeah <laughs> you, you said that with much too much I confidence. Love that. <laughs> oh, I yeah. know. If you don't want anything to get out, do not tell the PR. Yeah. Oh, right? Oh my god, right? I tell all my friends this. I'm like, don't keep your secrets yeah. with me. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> don't tell the PR. Because she is thinking, how can I make that a story? Yeah. <laughs> Badly. Like, oh. but, but that's the thing. Everything is like talkable. It's just about finding how it's going to be talkable, right? Mm. Yeah. 100%. So, you do events and everything like that. So we had a little bit of a situation on Monday. Why would you talk about it? Again? Because I'm curious to know if you've ever come across this or if you've ever dealt with this or if you've only ever heard of it, because I've only ever heard of it. 
So we did an event oh and gosh, I'm nervous. Yeah, <laughs> I was too. <laughs> we had an event on Monday and last Thursday, you know, confirmed all the guest lists before the weekend, making sure, you know, it gives us a few days to make sure everything comes through. Anyone's got questions, cool, great. If anyone pulls out, we can find new people. So we sent out, you know, reminders, you know, looking forward to seeing you. And then Monday comes around, 9 a.m., Abby's on it sends out final reminders, best place to park, service time starts at this time, make sure you get there at this time. In 20 minutes, we had how many people? 20. 20 people drop Cancel. out. And from my experience, I've never really had a problem. Maybe like three, four people yeah. might you drop out. You kind of budget for that and you're like, you know what, it's happened. I emailed them on Thursday. Surely they could have told me over the weekend. Yeah, and then <sighs> boom, they're gone. Poof. Mass exodus. I was like, what's happened? All back to back. It wasn't like even, it was like maybe a five minute span. It was a five minute. We were on like the phone with each other. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah. And Dead. we're like. Your heart starts to sink every email. Yeah. Oh my God. I had an anxiety, two yeah. anxiety attacks. Like I'm on the phone, like with Abby. Oh my God, what do we do? What do we do? Oh my God, I don't oh my know what God. To do. What do we we do? need to find like 15 going? people in like six hours. How are we going to pull this off? I, this was the, like I said, first time I ever experienced it. It's a bit different when we obviously do the event with the key because it's a club, like, you know, you never know people, you know, you get like, like, like 200 people on a list, different. But doing a small intimate showcase, you know, 40, 50 people, different. You yeah. know, you need them all there. And when the restaurant has catered. 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 Have you ever come across something like that? Yes and no. Okay. So <laughs> now I'm like, oh yeah. Great. I'll be better. <laughs> Most times when you hold an event that is small and intimate, you will definitely have drop off. Mm, 100%. Mm. That's my advice. Don't take it to heart. It's not you guys. It's just a Monday night event. Yes. People are like, they're kicking off their week and thinking, I just can't be bothered with this. Yes. That's the reality. But I always manage to have too many people on <laughs> so then when there is that effect yeah. i'm like oh thank goodness yeah so i actually have an event coming up in two weeks oh, and wow. i'm 30 people over oh, and i'm awesome. slightly stressing because we can't have all of them rock up so oh, i'm no. really hoping that 30 people cancel just do what we did just email them all on a monday email morning on the day, yeah. <laughs> so yeah look it's pretty normal and i definitely wouldn't take it up but you're 100 right that adrenaline rush and that feeling is the worst oh, feeling so bad. luckily we managed to pull it off and we found like 15 people to come through out of the 20 because we did over you know we thought maybe five people six people yeah. would drop out you know so it's an even number yeah. not 20 but like you know luckily we managed to pull it off but it's funny like I've spoken to other PR friends and they're like oh you know we would have just left it or cancelled the event postponed it and I'm like what Client. What the client? The client. The they client. bought the produce, especially with the restaurant. Food. It's like they've got food because they usually aren't open on that night for service. So it's like they've they they've brought in staff. They've you know they've done it specifically. Yes. Mm. Yes. So it was just like cancelling's not an option. We had that minute, and then we were like, that's not an option. What else have we got? Figure it out, guys. Send yeah. out a hundred emails. Surely fifteen people are free. Oh, I yeah. feel like I probably between us we did send out. That's called totally. Well done. That's called a heart attack. Yeah. The hustle is real. Badly, hey. Well, because we're quite known for our events these days. That's like our big thing. We've done twenty-two events this year. So when something like that happens, you become disheartened. Mm. You're like, no, I'm not allowing it. Isn't that funny? 
that you say that because that is so you do not go oh my gosh we nailed that we hustled and we got 20 people here you go why did 20 people cancel you focus solely on the negatives not the Uh, win uh, whereas the win there was turned it around six hours you turned it around well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it goes back to what you're saying. When you're really passionate about something, you figure it out. You make it work. Yeah, the negative kills over the win. Hundred percent. So I am also a little bit curious. So we all were business owners. You know, we get caught up in the hustle, the bustle. We don't even watch a movie because you know we're too busy trying to find trends on social media. <laughs> How do you balance it all? Oh, I'm the worst person to ask about balance. Really? And when you sent through this question. I thought to myself, fuck, how do I balance? Because I don't balance. A balancing act is someone that is walking very well on the tightrope, mm-hmm. whereas I'm like falling either side okay. all the time. I'm doing more like a wobble. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> wobbling my way to the end. Um, I do try to spend time with friends, family, and my partner because that is a definite escape because they're not in this world. So they, you know, I don't need to talk about it, et cetera. Although that makes it really hard when something does happen and I need to action it because Mm. their response is just let it go. I'm like, I can't, this is groundbreaking or whatever the issue is. So I think the way that I find balance is by ensuring that I go to the gym every day Mm-hmm. Yeah, I notice you go to the time. beach a lot as well. Yeah, I go yeah. to the beach every morning with my partner and my dog. Like, I just have to make sure that I schedule a few things in and then I don't kill myself at the end mm. of the day and think, oh, my gosh, you did nothing today for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although then there's another side of it that balance should be about doing things that you absolutely love and adore. And I love this so much and I get a thrill out of it. So... Maybe it is my balancing act and this is what it is. I'm doing mm. something that I love. Yeah, I guess it's different for everybody as it well. Is. Like, mm. you know what works for you and you make it work regardless. Like, you could be on the lounge watching a movie with your partner, well, watching, but, you know, you're still spending time with them, but you're also multitasking in the way where you're still looking at those trends because... That's important. That, but your partner would also, you know, it's also, it's a testament to your partner because he accepts that. He's not going to sit there and go, oh my God, watch the movie, get off your phone. You know, it's, he respects you that, you know, this is who you are, what Mm. your job is, you enjoy it, it's your passion. You know, you get to live, you get to have the best of both at the same time. I think as well, he and many others would say, well, she's found her niche. Mm as in I'm not doing something that I hate yeah. and I'm not coming home from work mm. every day going, oh, my God, I fucking hate this. Yeah. I'm coming home. And, yes, okay, there are days where you come home and you're exhausted. Like, that's not a lie. Mm. There are days where I'm like, I just love the chase so yeah. much. And that's what's the balance is that I'm happy. Yeah, that's, that's what you want it in is. life. It is because so many people have jobs, and, I mean, I had one of those jobs where you would just wake up the next morning and be like, this again yeah or like you know I used to wake up in the morning and think this is how many hours it is until I'll be home in my Mm. bed again and now I'm just I don't I don't I haven't had that thought in ages years yeah see I don't even look at the time neither the other day I said my partner said I'm not getting gonna get home till eight um so have dinner without me and I was like yeah cool I'm gonna you know (laughs) 6 30 I'm gonna cook dinner I'm gonna do this I'm gonna walk the dog I'm gonna edit the podcast 
blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He came home at 8.30 and I was still editing um, mine and Gemma's podcast. And he's like, have you had dinner? I was like, I didn't even realise the time. Uh, like, you just get you into this yeah. bubble. Yeah. 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 He's like, have you walked the dog? I was like, oh, I thought about it. Maybe not. <laughs> In my head. <laughs> he's sitting on my lap. <laughs> yeah, he's feeling my jittering. Surely that's like him going for yeah. a walk, you know? <laughs> it's enough for me. My he's legs are moving. my nervous energy. Yes. <laughs> Oh, no, that's awesome, though. Like, how is the podcast going? Tell us a little bit about the podcast mm. and um, what's the future for it? Yeah. Um, so, Gemma, another another PR, um, have, we have a podcast together called Rogue, for the listeners that don't know, and it's industry-based. So we talk with journalists or talent managers or other PRs or editors around how we get stories or how we do what we do yeah um it's good it's super insightful we have a really engaged audience and a audience that asks a lot of questions that's so good which is really nice i you know on my instagram of course my friends send me love hearts to things but they're my best mates so yeah but then on this on this side, these are people that we don't know, yeah. and their industry. Some of them are still studying, so it gives people an insight, and they're highly engaged, and it's a really nice community that See, we've built. That's so good, though, because it's one of the hardest things on mm. social media these days is building that engaged um, community that people actually can't wait to listen to yeah. or mm. they can't wait to see your next post or because I know you guys do like the snippets and like guess who it is and mm. like it gets people involved, involved. Yeah. and that's what you want we had the other day I put something up and tagged a business in it and in terms of engagement like we've only got like 500 followers or something on Instagram mm. but on this particular post 200 people saw it and 180 of those people clicked onto the person wow. and I was like that Although it's only 200, that's 180 people you yeah. click through. That's massive. That's, huge. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Percentage like the of people. Percentage is yeah. huge. 80%. But we've got a niche. We've got a really niche market in that it is industry. Mm. Um, of course, we do have people that are listening that aren't in the industry because they're interested it's in it. But majority are your current PRs, other editors and journalists and talent managers. Of course, yeah. That's who it is. So yeah, it's good. It's no, fun. it's great because it's not something that that's not nothing's out there like except no. for you guys. So it's good because even as a, as public like as a PR publicist, PR agency owner, whatever, it's you're, you're answering, you're asking the question. Sorry, that everyone want ans- everyone mm. wants answers to. So yeah. you're doing the like doing everybody else like that thing that they might be too scared to ask or you might be helping them realize oh if they don't like being pitched that way maybe I should be pitching to them this way I'm doing it wrong like you're really I guess helping people in the industry figure out the best way to navigate themselves through it all I think also the the landscape of PR or media has changed a lot yeah and we're running at such a rapid pace now that we're trying to all keep up. Yes. And because we have evolved, you know, you might not get a response straight away. You might have normally gotten responses immediately back in the day, but now you don't. Yeah. Or is it too early to follow up? How do I offer an exclusive? Like all those things is kind of like what we're dissecting and talking about. Yeah. And it is really interesting because I've learned stuff from it from yeah. journalists that I have great relationships with. But yeah. hey, if we can all learn something from it and take have a takeaway, that's all we really wanted to achieve. Yeah, I think totally. students as well, like even 
if I was a student going through a PR degree or a marketing degree or whatever kind of comms degree basically there was never any of that when we were going through it it was all this theory based book learning Mm -hmm. bullshit no one taught you properly how to pitch to a journalist or to host an event and you know host people and be kind to people or talk to people or approach other businesses or anything like that so I think it's really good in that sense as well that it's almost a learning tool for students yeah and I've recommended you to we a couple of our interns have um yet to finish their degree and I've recommended you to them of course because I thought it's so important that they learn I mean they're here learning with us but there's so much more out there that they're not learning sitting in that tube like yeah no way and we do so much like other than PR like we've got social digital and um obviously events like every agency also operates differently so it allows them to figure out what they want to step their toes in like um, we're working, we have an intern at the moment who's like, I don't know if I want to focus on digital or PR. And she's coming towards the end of her internship. But she's like, you know what? I thought I liked PR, but now I'm like looking at social and digital. Mm. And, you know, it then allows us to help them figure out what their next steps are. Definitely. Yeah. I think as well, as I said, that media landscape has changed. So navigating how to pitch to someone in print or digital or then speak to influencers it's mm, so different everyone's so very how to speak to influencers is a big thing i think a lot of um the girls that have worked with us i think that was something that they learned pretty quickly because there is definitely a love language you have to use with influencers yeah and you can't use that with media no, no absolutely unless not unless you don't want to get a response yes yes exactly <laughs> take that route if you don't want to reply exactly yeah yep yeah, no, honestly, it's a, we work in such an interesting industry. There's so many rules, so many things to remember, but you know what? It's so much fun. It's yeah. like, you know, no day is dull. Even if I, I don't know what it's obviously like because I don't come from another agency background, somehow just ended up in this. But, you know, it's it you're, you're constantly on your toes and you're constantly searching, looking, researching. No day is ever the same. It's no. the best. Yeah, I think I was interviewed... Uh, last year and someone said you know what's your normal day my response was I (laughs) don't even know how to answer that one day you could be at your desk all day there are days like that but then today I haven't been at my desk I have been from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting so that means I'm doing emails from my phone Mm -hmm. responding to people and I'm still getting my work done but I just I haven't stopped you don't have a minute no and then another day you might be doing an event so it does change the next day you're packing press kits to be sent out so you're right it changes so much yeah it's um even just in like it yeah it's just crazy like I'll our field of work is so diverse. Yeah, and as fast well. paced. Very so fast like paced. keep running is yes. my just keep advice. running. Just keep <laughs> has running. to be. Because if you stop, you're like, oh, should I miss that? Yeah. Or that's gone. Or that person's gone. Or oh, I should have, that was a relationship I've just let go. Or yeah, keep mm. running. Yeah. So now that we're towards the end of the the interview i'd love to ask you what would be for our listeners if they are interested in going into pr Mm. your top three tips (laughs) you can say you can say listen to my podcast (laughs) there you go that's my step to rogue the podcast (laughs) just a little um plug for me and jem um i would say get hands-on experience Mm. i'm not a bookworm though 
and I obviously didn't finish a degree and there are people out there who did and well done to them because I didn't I couldn't Mm -hmm. but I learned from a hands-on perspective and I found that being at uni and doing you know the units that I did complete it didn't teach me much yeah getting in there and getting my hands dirty and just wanting to learn more and more and more is where I learned everything so I would say you know definitely go and get experience I think that is your key and don't be afraid to ask a question the more questions you ask, the closer you are to uncovering something. Yeah. So as long as you're interested and you're hungry and you're eager and you've got tenacity, just keep that, keep that vibe and ask questions. Don't be afraid. That's my advice. Don't be afraid and keep running, guys. Yeah, please yeah, keep, keep running. <laughs> you never know what's behind you. Even if your legs are sore. <laughs> run, yeah, run faster then. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, Jesse, and we've appreciated you sharing your insights and talking a little bit more about your business and life and your dog. <laughs> um, well, thanks for having me. It was really nice. Your office is incredible. Thank you very much. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> but, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us again and don't forget to share this podcast with your friends if you think they might and they might find it insightful or if they're interested in going into the world of PR or even just business because I think we've spent most of the time talking about business and challenges and how to balance or try and balance everything but um yeah thanks so much guys thanks abs no worries thanks Cassie (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) bye Bye. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.